0: Saints, my name is Lucy Natalia Morris and welcome to the Called But Chosen podcast. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about sacrificial living and I'm going to be talking about specifically things that I gave up to get closer to God. So in the previous episode, I spoke about sacrificial living and how we must die and deny our flesh and crucify our flesh to the cross for us to follow Jesus um for our walk to be more genuine with God and for us to be able to be more spiritually inclined and to grow as a Christian. So to kind of just add to that episode I wanted to give you guys some areas so you guys can have like a better look at um some examples. So number one is my podcast. The purpose of me creating that was to kind of share my experiences and to kind of like put my own knowledge as the forefront and to help anybody who is in that stage of their life and maybe draw some similarities or connections to whatever area they are in their life so the reason why i gave it up was basically i came to the conclusion that okay i really want to live for god if i'm living for god and that means all of the areas of my life need to point to god i felt like with the podcast it was basically me giving my human knowledge, crediting my human knowledge as, um, and giving it, offering it as an advice to people, if that makes sense. And I don't want to do that anymore. And sometimes I kind of felt like I felt complacent because I felt like I couldn't really talk about my faith because most people were coming for like a self-help person. You know what I mean? They weren't coming necessarily to want to know Christ and to grow With Christ, they were coming because they wanted, like, a motivational speaker, and I didn't want to be that anymore. I wanted to credit my knowledge and my wisdom to God because He has been the reason why I was able to even overcome most of these situations and circumstances. So, I decided that instead of kind of like rebranding, so to speak, why not just give it up and create a whole new platform where I know that the people who are coming are being led by God and they really want to grow their relationship with Christ. The next area that I gave up to get closer to God is worldly fashions and immodest dressing. I talked a little bit about this in the first episode, um, but basically I wasn't dressing like a Christian. I was not dressing as a representative of Christ. I was kind of more into trends and, you know, immodest clothing and things like that. And it's very important I always talk about this because it's super important, especially as young ladies, especially as Christian wives, especially as Christian women in general. It's very important that we are reflecting the image of Christ as he created He created us to be. We are supposed to show Christ through every area of our life. And dressing is the most important part because the first thing when someone sees us is our outward appearance, our physical appearance. They don't see anything else. So if we're not, if that area is making somebody to fall and to sin, then we have an issue. Um, so yeah, my outward appearance wasn't very modest. Um, I kind of just went with what I felt like and I dressed according to the weather basically and what, you know, was in style. And so I wanted to be more intentional. It takes a little bit of creativity to kind of put together a modest outfit. But then when you step out, you know that you dressed to represent you know what i mean you are dressed to represent you know who you're representing you know who you are and you don't have to give up that area of your life just because you of an outfit you know so i gave up that part and honestly there's a wholesome feeling and i believe it comes from the holy spirit when you dress modestly you know like i said it takes a little bit of creativity and some time to put things together But you always feel like you're well-dressed whenever you're dressed modestly. Like you're dressed for, like you're going to go meet a high dignitary. The God that we serve is holy and he is pure. And um, yeah, we have to represent that in every area of our lives. Third thing I gave up to get closer to God was I gave up secular TV and movies so along the years I started getting into reality TV shows. Was never really a huge reality TV person, but as the years have gone by we've seen like an increase of reality TV shows. It's not really God honoring, to be very honest. Most of them are not God honoring. There are a few of them, but not for the most part it wasn't created to be God honoring. It was to showcase and put out a certain idea of how people live their lives. If you take a look at the adverts that we're seeing seeing on TV now, like, it's showcasing so much witchcraft, like, and so much, like, demonic things. And it's just not of the ordinary. And they're doing that because they know it's going to grab the attention of people, which is obviously, another like, commercialization, you know? and whether you believe it or not, this is how they are initiating people. They're initiating people into the kingdom of darkness, and they're almost like, gremal, um. excuse me, they're almost glamorizing witchcraft, and they make it look attractive, and they know that it's a means of capturing people and getting people sucked in and wanting to know more about how these things are happening. Just take a look at your Netflix feed. You may not be people who watch things like that. But if you go onto Netflix, you'll probably see a whole bunch of movies that showcases witchcraft and wizardry. And I want no parts of that. So I gave that up. We are not supposed to be identified with darkness whatsoever. We as Christians, we don't play with darkness. We don't play with darkness at all. Even if it's just like a joke or it's just a game, like board games, things like that, that come out. We don't play with that. That's darkness and there's no fun side about it. So I gave that up completely. And as far as the reality TV shows, um, it's just unrealistic standards of how you're supposed to look, how you're supposed to act, how you're supposed to dress, and what you're supposed to own as it pertains to your house and the cars you drive and the lifestyle you live. There's so much like abusive words that are being done. People are literally like putting their lives on this on these platforms. They're like showcasing their lives, exploding themselves ultimately to reap the benefit of financial gain, I guess, and fame. And yeah, it's not it's not realistic. And they do horrible things on those shows too. Fighting. It's not something that we should be tuning into, honestly. Secular music, check the background of some of these musics and songs that come out. It's not really God honoring anyway. It's all the same kind of music t- to be honest. Um there's there they may not be um saying horrible words or like saying nasty things, but they are pushing out, um, sexual immorality and things like that. And yeah, I don't want any parts of that. So I gave up secular music and, um, I like to refer to Philippians four, verse eight, which says whatever things are pure, whatever things are noble, you have to think on these things. And that's what I use to kind of guard my mind whenever I'm thinking of listening to any of those like music. Like, how is this music like, how is it noble? How is it protruding peace and how is it protruding purity? If it's not, then i good with my gospel music. I think that serves a better purpose. So the next area I give up was artificiality. Now, this one I know is going to be very controversial, and I know it's going to hurt some feelings, but that's okay, because if I know the truth and I spare your feelings, then there's no purpose for me even doing this. I haven't done my job, but if I don't care about your feelings and you end up finding out the truth and you enter, your soul ends up getting saved, then your blood won't be on my head, and you will know the truth. And a lot of these spiritual attacks that you're probably facing from putting these things on will probably diminish. So, I gave up wearing wigs. I gave up wearing weaves, putting weaves into my hair. I give up anything that is not coming from my head so if it's not growing up growing out from my head then I give it up I stopped putting on fake nails I stopped putting on fake eyelashes I stopped putting on jewelry I stopped wearing makeup I've done a lot of research about some a lot of where these things come from and I want us to understand that Any other God that is not the most high God, that is not the almighty God, that is not the creator of the world, is not Yahweh HaMashiach, not Elohim, not the one that created us and breathed life into us, not the creator of the earth. Any other God that is not this God is a false God and they have satanic roots. They are all initiated and created and they come from Satan himself. So a lot of these things, they have these roots. Also, I'm going to do a dedicated episode to this. It'll be in the form of a YouTube video. And I will talk more about this. But they do have paganistic roots. Um, In the book of Enoch, which is not a part of the Bible anymore. But I highly encourage you guys to go on to Google and search the book of Enoch. And just read for yourself that this is where all of these things are coming from. All these, you know, hairstyles and, and you know, makeup and painting our faces and doing all these things. It comes from the fallen angels that were in heaven. And when they came, they started, you know, bringing all of these things into the earth, you know, sleeping with women here on the, on the earth and just teaching all of the people that were here on the Earth, on Earth, teaching them all these things, and they're the ones that introduced actually astrology. It's very important that we know what exactly we're putting onto our head, and there's so much information. There's so much that needs to be talked about, especially in this area. Just last night, I was looking at some videos about girls that were giving testimonies on YouTube about God telling them to stop putting these things on their head. And they were, um, in one of the comments, somebody had said that there's a movie that came out on Hulu, um, a couple of months ago, I believe it was last year for sure, ending last year. And the, the movie is called Bad Hair Day. It's called Bad Hair Day. And basically in the movie, um, a girl... A girl like she starts working for this like firm or something like that and then she has her natural hair out but she's told that her natural hair isn't good enough so she decides to start putting weave in her hair and then the weave that she puts into her hair has like witchcraft and spiritual powers that start to attack her and bother her and at that point this episode had already been recorded it had already been recorded but i wanted to come back in and put this in here I was just talking about movies and I was talking about TV shows and things like that that are introducing witchcraft and things like that. And lo and behold, we have a movie right here on Hulu that is talking about this. So if this is not a confirmation, if this is not opening our eyes to see this is exactly, it's not just a movie. It's telling us exactly what these things are doing. It's telling us what these things are doing and the secret behind some of these things that we put into our our bodies that are defiling us let's talk about jewelry for a second. We worship a God who came down to in human form, Jesus. He came, he bore our sins and was crucified on the cross. When he was crucified on the cross, he was basically nailed to the cross. So why are we taking pleasure in like literally carving into our skin? We're literally taking earrings and things like that and carving it, putting it in poking holes into our ears, you know, putting earrings on. I want you guys to be very, 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 very vigilant because the times that we're in is very important that we have to get rid of these things. We have to really get rid of these things and we need to research. You can't just blindly put things on your body and think that it's okay. It is going to manifest into your dreams. How many of you are listening to me right now and you've been have been attacked spiritually in your dreams? Whenever you go to sleep and you're, you're, you're asleep and in your dreams you see someone come in into the dream to have sex with you. Someone in the dream is pursuing you. You're getting married in the dream. You always see yourself going back to your old school or your old house, or you always see yourself fighting or you're always battling in the dream. You have to pay attention. We have to get rid of these things. These things are not of God. They are not of God. We serve a God who is who is pure, who is holy. He says we need to worship in spirit and in truth. We're not going to say, God, use me. Here I am. He's going to be looking at you. Well, where are you? This is not who I created. This is not the person that I created. You went and you added all these things to yourself to make yourself more, quote unquote, beautiful, to give yourself more self glory, to get more glorification from people out there. He said that he created us in his image and his likeness. Not in the way that we see ourselves, not with all these things that created we created and put it on and put on ourselves. He didn't create us with that. We're the ones that put it onto ourselves. And these things are defilement. They not only defile your body, but they defile your spirit and they grieve the Holy Spirit. So let it go, sis. Like <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Like it is not of God. Those things are demonic. So when I learned that, I was like, never again. I threw them all away. And I just prayed for God's mercy because these things have so much evil attachments to it you guys i pray that you understand and you see it, and god gives you conviction and he gives you that confirmation and reveals these things to you the bible says test the spirit and he will he will reveal these things to you he will tell you these things are not of god they are not of god they are not of god so we have to let them go we have to let them go We we have to let them go There's no reason why we should feel like in order for us to be beautiful, we need to be putting stuff on. We need to add stuff on. And the devil will come and manipulate you. The day that I threw all my makeup away, he came and guess what? My face started breaking out. My face started breaking out. My face doesn't really break out, but I started breaking out with acne. And, you know, putting thoughts into my mind like, you you need the makeup. Go get the makeup. Go buy some more makeup. You need it. Look at these spots on your face. That's not cute. You have to go to work. How are you going to show up to work with these things on your face? You need to cover it up. Go get the makeup, you know? So he is very devious. There's so much malignity that he has to offer if we just give him space to enter. So let's not do that anymore. Let us give those things up. I am going to do a dedicated video on this. Because, listen, (laughs) there's so much to be learned. And, yeah. We don't want to be acquainted with the enemy. Not anymore. This year, we have to make up our mind to really let these things go so God can work through us. What if someone comes into your house as a visitor, and they come into your house, they start decorating, start taking up your pictures and putting their own own pictures, start like hammering nails into the wall to hang up their own decorations. They start reorganizing your furniture. They start painting your walls a color that they desire. You know, they start taking down stuff that you took your time to decorate. And it's not even their house. They just came into your house as a visitor. They started moving things around, taking stuff out, throwing stuff on, putting what they thought. How would you feel? With the quickness, we would be kicking that person out of our house. Imagine now how God feels. When he gave us this body and we're telling him, what you put on me is not good enough. I need to go inflate it. I need to go take stuff out and move it around. I need to poke holes into it and add stuff to it. I need to carve stuff into it. Imagine how he feels. The hair that you gave me is not enough. I need a style. I need to put things into it. I need to sew it into it. I need to take something else and put it on my head so it makes me more beautiful. How it, How it is right now is not good enough. You were wrong in how you created me. Imagine how it feels and think about that. Another area that I gave up is social media. Now I gave up social media before uh, 2019. 2019 was when I gave up social media. And when I'm talking about social media, I'm speaking in regards to Facebook, Instagram. I kind of looked at it like this. Um, You are having access to almost everyone in the world, pretty much in the palm of your hand and that kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> Who do we know has the the whole world in their hands, in the palm of their hands? God. So I, it was kind of weird to me, you know, like, why do I, why am I able to look up somebody through their social media accounts and find them, like, anywhere, as long as they have a social media account, which is, like, a great deal of people right now like a large amount of people have social media. almost pretty much almost everybody have has a social media account so and you're able to see every part of their day everything that they're doing like on and through social media and apart from that there's a lot of worldly influence and strange voices that can also be satanic voices that is being protruded through social media I'm not saying that you should give up your social media platform if you're using it to bring people to God, um, right, um, the right way. If you're u- using it to witness and minister to people, but I'm just saying start looking into different avenues. You know, there's nothing wrong with word of mouth anymore. Back in the days, our ancestors how they evangelize and minister to people is word of mouth. They met people. When I lived in New York, I would see people get on the train. And they would minister and preach. There would people be in the subway, in the, in the train station, just ministering and just preaching. They had a mic in their Bible. That's all they had. And just they were just preaching to people. People would get on the bus and they would start preaching. Those ways are not dead. We can still do that. So do not heavily rely on social media there are other ways that we can get the gospel out. Now, with all these things that I have mentioned, um, the sole purpose for us is to present ourselves before God as we are, not with all the baggage and all the loads that we have picked up from this world. I'm going to give you guys an example. Say, you know, you're on a journey and you have a leader, right? Our leader is God. And you're on this journey with a lot of other people and you know one of the areas that you're passing through is like a marketplace and you know you guys are just walking through and then while you're passing through a couple people start getting distracted you know like oh i see like a nice woven hat i see a nice you know sandals i see a nice bag or something like that for sale and they go and to look at it and then they're you know trying to see how they can negotiate the price to get it and things like that and somebody else sees something that they want and then you notice that these people like you guys are still walking but these people are going like they get captivated by every other stand that they see oh okay i could use a new pair of shoes i could use a new outfit i could oh that's a nice book let me pick it up and they eventually have a whole bunch of things in their hands and they're like yelling for you guys like Wait for me, wait for me, we're coming, we're coming, wait for us. But because they have all this stuff with them, they have all these items that they've picked up, which they don't necessarily need. They've picked it up along the way and they want you guys to slow down and wait for them. And they're trying to catch up with you guys. You guys are still walking through, your eyes are still following the leader, still going. But they're trying to play catch up, but they can't because it'll mean they have to drop certain things off. They have to let go of certain things so that they can, you know, pick up the pace. And that's how I look at life. Because eventually they're going to either have to pick one, drop off certain things and continue on their journey or else their hands will get tired. They won't be able. They'll be slowed down. So either drop off the things that they've picked up or and continue walking or just stay there and have all these things with them. That's how I look at life. Earth is a marketplace. God is a leader and we are his followers. So we're just passing through here. This is not our eternal destination. So if we're here and we're picking up all these things and adding it to us, it's eventually going to slow us down and then we're just going to be stagnant. We're not going to grow whatsoever and we're going to forget the purpose of why we're even created, why we're even here, you know? So, um, we have to remember why we're here. And I hope that this example kind of opened your eyes a little bit. We also have to, you know, decide what's really important to us. 1 John chapter 2, verse 17 says, And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Let us also look at 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14. In the New King James Version, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Let us also look at Mark chapter 8 verse 36 to 37. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Let us also look at Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 2. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. Lastly, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 26. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So it is only after we have given up you know, the things of this world, that the true walk with Christ begins. I just want to take the opportunity to pray for anybody who hasn't yet surrendered their life to Jesus. Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge my sins and turn away from them now. Jesus, Jesus. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Take total control of my life. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer, I believe that you've become born again. And you are welcome into the kingdom of God.